0: Please stay tuned. You're worth Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand. Absolutely your number one station in the East Rand. Now, broadcasting to over 120 countries around the world, Alhamdulillah, can feel the Muhabba, can feel the ummah and can really feel the platform. Hey, CDS FM, a shining star in the broadcasting fields of Islamic radio and cool, calm, collected broadcasting. Uh, there is he. Yeah, he is a very cool, calm, and collected uh, mufti, our very own uh, mufti Ibrahim Smith. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And it met mufti fanahun.
1: Wa alaikum as-salam, wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, our listeners, uh, you know, and alhamdulillah, a wonderful uh, Juma again, although we are battling with a uh, cold front, I think in Johannesburg, and uh, the interior as well in, in Cape Town, but it is all part of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so that we can enjoy the warm days when it comes upon us again,
0: inshallah, jeep. Well said, the Mufti Saab. Your questions are flooding in. They actually, like the rainfall that you had in Cape Town. It is still raining. It's still <laughs> snowing. Hey, how's it going, the Mufti Saab?
1: It's storming. It's, uh, there's snow. It's very, very cold. The temperature right now, is about seven degrees. So far it will go up to a maximum of 12 degrees today. <laughs>
0: To kick off with it, it says, As-salamu alaykum, uh, Mufti Sahib. I uh, saw a lot of people uh, slaughtering udhiya for the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa Please explain the benefit of this.
1: Yes, sir, it is permissible to perform qurbani udhiya on behalf of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa for ita- Isa alayhi wa You know, uh, the Rabbi alayhi wa sallam he slaughtered two sheep on behalf of the Ummah as well. So, uh, that is sort of returning uh, the favor, remember that it was out of kindness and shafaka and love for this ummah that he slaughtered on behalf of, uh, the ummah, especially those who would not be able, uh, to perform Udhiyah. So it is, that was done, you know. So it is permissible for a believe also, uh, to perform, uh, on behalf of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will, uh, give that, uh, tawab and uh, with uh, sacrifice and slaughtering uh, in the account of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.
0: Sallallahu uh, alayhi wa sallam. Beautiful indeed, uh, Mufti Sahib. Uh, this question says, Assalamu alaykum, Mufti, one sheep was pregnant uh, when we slaughtered it. Should it be replaced or what? Mufti?
1: Uh, it is just like it is makruh to slaughter a sheep that is pregnant, especially when that sheep is uh, near to giving birth. Uh, and a person slaughters in front of the uh, sheep is there you know, so it is macro, it is the slight uh, so if it is a poor person and the person cannot replace the sheep then there is no harm upon the person uh, the person can continue with the slaughtering and uh, if it is a person who has uh, the value of the sob, so stole the card in his uh, account uh, so then the person can purchase another sheep so all of this is in the Hanafi mother for Shafi people uh, it is uh, not uh, sufficient, it won't suffice uh, slaughtering of a pregnant animal you know so there you can replace it also
0: g alaikum, uh, mufti sahaba uh, sapra is investigating 28 vaccine related deaths uh, mufti any input from you
1: yes uh, Shafat. Uh, this was all over sabc news that uh, 28 in the number is climbing also So they uh, uh, are, you know, busy investigating those people who took uh, the J and J shot and uh, people who took the Pfizer shot also. So that's why we, as Muslims, we should always make a conscious, well-informed decision before taking uh, and putting anything into our bodies. Remember, there's two sides to a coin, and there's two different narratives out there: people pro and people anti. So you, as a believer, you do what is right and proper. Uh, see so, you now, these people lost their lives. There's no way they can claim it. it is gone. It is over. They've been sent to the year after, uh, because of taking this jab. Uh, they won't be reimbursed. Their families won't be reimbursed also. So, uh, unfortunately, very, very sad. You know, so stay safe out there, people, and make an informed decision. G.
0: Well said there, Mufti About Make an informed decision. <laughs> you heard what Mufti said. There's two sides to the coin. And it's like this today, people heads are win, tails you lose. Yeah. That's how it works today. I uh, hey, hey, you maybe ask Mufti to explain that, but the whole show altogether, heads are in, tails you lose, tax and tax and tax to death, and pay this bill, and 2% paying tax, oh, leave it at that, people. It says, uh, my question, uh, uh, my question, could, uh, we have slotted the blind sheep for Qurbani? That's a very interesting question. Blind sheep for Qurbani, could that be slaughtered, Mufti Saba?
1: Uh, Shefah, yes, if uh, the sheep was blind in both eyes, then it would have uh, posed a problem, you know. But if it was only blind in one eye, so uh, then of course the ruling would be uh, uh, different as well. So what people uh, should do normally, or before they purchase an animal, they should look for all the defects in an animal: a broken horn, a sheep without tails, etc. All these things, you know. Because remember, when you go to purchase uh, those, those people selling the sheep to you. Those, uh, people won't tell you all the, the, the defects in the sheep unless they're genuine and they're open. So it is up to you, the purchaser who needs to look at his purchase before purchasing because that sheep that you are slaughtering, that is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's, uh, sake and for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's, uh, pleasure also, you know. So unfortunately, if the uh, animal is, uh, pers- uh, an animal that is lost, uh, one third of its eyesight or one third, uh, of uh, his eye, you know, that he cannot uh, see, and uh, then that animal uh, uh, should rather be uh, replaced. It would be unacceptable. Remember that one third of his eyesight, which is very difficult to determine, also. So, if the animal is completely blind, then it will be unacceptable. Also, you need to replace uh, that animal, too.
0: Yeah, Mufti I gave you the conclusion of the whole thing there. I didn't read the body, only now it's coming up. You know how this technology is? Hey, it just comes uh-huh. there and so said, because the whole thing said, Assalamu alaikum Mufti Saab. We bought a sheep, but on, uh, uh, morning of Eid, we, uh, we saw that it was blind in one eye. So we changed our intention and only slaughtered it for home, con- uh, home consumption. Uh, we subsequently sent uh, our kurbani to Malawi. So the question was, my question, could we have slaughtered the blind sheep for kurbani? So I think, uh, you filled that up, uh, Mufti Saab. You don't want to add anything more?
1: No, 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 it's right what they did, Shafat, uh, that was uh, then enough of Kurbani for themselves, you know, so it is permissible for them to consume it also because of the Fard Kurbani that they've already done in Malawi as stated today. Oh,
0: well, yeah, we don't miss a thing on CIA, I mean, on a serious uh, radio where we're seeing eye to eye this morning, alhamdulillah. Mufti <laughs> <laughs> Saba, this question says, uh, me and my family are thinking of relocating to Cape Town after this riot incidents, what would your advice be? Hey, all want to run Tafstad, Table Mountain, here we come. Skarpskral, here we come. Mufti Saab, we want more Rondavals. T- uh, talk to us at Mufti Saab.
1: Yes, Shafat Keltan is a country within a country. Uh, we have our own rules, mm-hmm. our own regulations, you know. Uh, we also deal with many, many situations and incidents, uh, but alhamdulillah, uh, we survive and we also have unity on the side. Many people, I believe, and it's not only for the last two, three years, I've seen many of our people from uh, KZN, Johannesburg, buying their properties, this side in Cape Town. And once upon a time, I remember asking some people, why are you doing this? And they said, this is the perfect place for retirement. This is where we want to settle. So, inshallah, if you are by the means and you want to leave areas that are quite volatile, and areas where your safety has been compromised. In. Cape Town is the best place for you. Uh, yes, more than enough place in space, etc. Everything is here the ocean. You won't be missing much of anything except the humidity, uh, perhaps, that you are feeling in a cave. And so, yes, it's a wonderful uh-huh. place, Shafat. You've been here many, many times. You know, your heart is totally intact. This is your second home, like Durban is my second home. So people are more than welcome to come. Uh, make an informed decision again. Uh, remember that uh, the lifestyle is slightly different here than uh, what you are accustomed to in uh, your areas that you come from. So uh, as long as there's Muslims, the Azan is going off, the Masjid is open, etc., then you are more than welcome to relocate.
0: You know, I tell you, Mufti Sab, you're talking about Cape Town being my second home. You know that when you ever you host me, you give me a uh, you know a whole uh, uh, group of mosques to go give a Juma Bayan in. And you know, you really spoil me. The old people, the young, all get round you. They embrace you. Want to take you home. And I was on the voice of the Cape on Eid day. You know, and I couldn't believe the amount of people that showed so much of love and mohabba. So it definitely, it is uh, um, my second home. But uh, Yusuf is whispering in my ear, you he say, hey, <laughs> Uncle Chef, it's too cold and windy there. I mean, hey, you just put a lovely jaz on, man. Put a duffer coat and put a nice scarf, woolly scarf around your head and a lovely woolly cap on your head. And you yeah, his warm, though, uh, and eat lovely snook and chips, uh, Mufti, arm and Cape Town will warm yeah. you up. Uh, your response?
1: Yes, yes, we also have seasons here, but it doesn't last so long as in the rest of uh, the country. You know, we enjoy beautiful summers also. Uh, the rain is much needed here as it is in the rest of the country. But if we put on decent clothing, like you said, now winter clothing, then we surviving, so you'll survive also. Even Yusuf will survive this side, inshallah.
0: Ah, Yusuf, you have to do all our tech work. Yeah, we'll have our big broadcasting house there from Scarfs coming to the rest of the world. Yusuf Asmar Murti. Smith and Shafad Khan. Yeah, we can do a uh, twenty four hours or twenty four seven, yeah. Q and A. How's that's the how's that for a thought, Mufti Sab? Coming to you twenty four seven. Q&A from... I'm ready,
1: Scott Scott. I'm ready, Shafat. I think people <laughs> people love Q&A. They love quick-fire Q&A. Very, very short uh, questions and short answers. Uh, no long business or something that they can relate to because we're always in a hurry and we always complain about time. So, yeah, they can tune in 24-7, inshallah.
0: Well said. And, yeah, people like it quick. I mean, the for slower the phone, they give it a boot. Yeah. Even if it's printing. Hey, the printer is slow. Move these up. The people get so impatient, they throw it into the bin. It has to be like, hey, <laughs> like a kun story, b, and it must come into being. Well, that's the power of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. But bi that's the power you can get people by the leave of my Lord. But kun fayakun, that's only Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala can say kun fayakun, b, and it comes into being. Uh, this question here says, can a kurbani farm sell the skins of the carcasses that customers leave behind? Namul tisab.
1: Very good question. Remember that everything belongs to the slaughterer, the person who purchased the animal, unless that person is specified, you know, so whether it's the trotters, whether it's the horns, everything belongs and it should be returned uh, to the owner. It is not permissible for the owner to sell uh, their skins as it is not permissible uh, for the Kurbani. Uh, farms to sell those skins. I've seen people reports they're making up to 75000 thousand hundred thousand $100,000 they are making just on the selling of the skins because it is used in the manufacturing uh, sector. So any sales uh, that a person has uh, received, any funds that a person has received and money through the sale of uh, these skins should be given in charity people. You, it is not lawful for you to consume that money. You should take it out. You can calculate it. You know how many skins you have sold also. So not so difficult to do, take out that money and give it away to the poor people in charity.
0: G. Yeah, this question says uh, Brother Shafa'at and uh, Mufti Saab and Yusuf, alaykum. Uh, can I go fishing in Mufti's uh, scarp scrawl farm? I tell you what, there is there is two gates there. And if I'm not mistaken, Mufti, uh, Mufti you know, correct me. You open one gate and you get access to this way. This uh, fishing being done on that dam of this up. Perhaps you can uh, enlighten our brother there.
1: Yes, it's about five meters from our gate. So there's a dam opposite us. I see the steelers. Normally they're going to stand there after us, or when they relax their minds and their brains, they stand and feed the fish of side. Like, you know, quite big sized carp and uh, some other fish also. You know, because it's a dam, so trout in there as well. So uh, yes, it is a wonderful uh, atmosphere, beautiful, it's, uh, surrounded by green uh pastures, you know, and you'll see animals as well, uh, roaming around sheep, cattle, etc., in a beautiful, fresh country air. Eh? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's famous, uh Shafaab, we have to appreciate and we have to live also. Uh, we should never ever forget to live also, we're doing so much, but we hardly take time out to live, so live also, people, gee.
0: You heard that, people. There's carp in the carp. Yeah. C-A-R-P. In the KAAP. This question says, uh, is it permissible to report uh, shops that inflates the prices of necessities after looting? Sad indeed, that's a very good question, Up.
1: Very, very good. It is not only permissible, it is large, it is compulsory uh, to report uh, these businesses that uh, are inflicting the prices of necessities, bread, etc. I saw one shop having been fined uh, uh, because of inflating the price of ginger. Uh, Shafad they made 23,000 extra profit just by inflating the price of ginger up to 400 a kilogram because, you know, ginger people are using it to fight COVID-19. Now people are inflating the prices of eggs, the prices of bread and uh, the prices of milk, etc., because they believe there is a shortage. The Allah's curse is upon such people, you know, and uh, the curse of Rasulullah, sallallahu عليه وسلم is upon such people because they're exploiting the masses when there is a genuine crisis and a need. People dying without the basic necessities and we are still worried about a that We see now just in the riots that uh, many people had money in their accounts but there were no ATMs to go to, uh, there were no open banks to go to and draw that money and they could not eat their money also, so money sometimes will be of no mm-hmm. avail. Be kind to the people, uh, Shafad, be kind to the people be generous and give out in that way your, your sadaqah and your charity will become a da'wah towards Islam also, G.
0: Well, you heard that, people. Hey, you had a couple of millions in the bank, but you're running, you're driving 100 kilometers for what? For bread and milk. And then you when you went to the filling station, they said, no, we can't, we closed, we're giving emergency and so forth. Mufti Sab, so, you know, a graphic description indeed. Uh, this question says, Mufti sahab, uh should a person who misses three jummas renew his nikah? Yeah. No, when I mean, a person misses Juma'a, he
1: does not automatically exit Islam. I think the person wants to know if his uh, Islam is expired, if he became an apostate, a murtad. No, it does not uh, occur automatically. Even if he misses ten Juma'ah. Uh, out of laziness, he becomes a sinner, but his nikah is intact. A person only exits Islam when he sees or deems Juma'a not to be uh, compulsory, or he makes what we call jihad. You know, he rejects uh, the validity or the shari aspects of of a Juma, saying that it is not compulsory, there's no some, uh, such thing as Juma, etc. So then he becomes uh, a, a, an apostate because of that, and his nikah will break. But a person who misses it because of laziness, or because of lockdown, etc., that person's nikah will remain intact, and he will still be considered a Muslim also, G.
0: Mufti Saab, what is the ruling on using the acronym PBUH of oh, SAW? For the holy prophet. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam,
1: that is what we've been commanded in the Sunnah. Uh, to say uh, uh, Shafaat and our listeners are there. Even in our writings, we should write out peace and blessings be upon him, or we should say Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. If you cannot write it, then at least say it verbally uh, when uh, speaking about uh, the Nabi Alayhi, Salatu Salam, you know, uh, PBUH does not have any meaning, just as SAW does not have any meaning. In fact, that is disrespect. To do that and being of Rasulullah because for every once you say Sallallahu wa Allah forgives ten of your sins, Allah subhanahu wa taala elevates your ranks 10, time in, uh, ten times in the year after, and Allah subhanahu wa taala sends upon you ten special uh, blessings and mercy. So why would a person not want to capitalize on the bounties of Allah when Allah is giving this out to those who really love Rasulullah ﷺ?
0: Sallallahu alaikum. This is the second year uh, that we are still waiting to go for Hajj. Is it uh, perm- uh, permissible to cancel our intentions, uh, Mufti Sabah?
1: Sadly, yes, Shafat. I think uh, I, I don't know about next year, but it doesn't look good also at uh, this point in time because many variations, Delta, Lambda, and all these variations of the mutation of the COVID-19 virus, and we've seen They only permitted 60,000 people, mostly Saudis, residents of Makkah, to perform this year's Hajj, which is 50,000 up from the previous year, which they only allowed and allocated 10,000 spaces. So we cannot uh, cancel our intentions, no, that intention should be with us until we pass away. So even if we pass away, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through His infinite mercy and bounty and favour will grant us that hajj that we were not able to perform in uh, this life. So as long as your intention is alive, uh, your rewards will be there also, inshallah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take us all for hajj again.
0: I mean, uh, Mufti Saab. The only job I could find is uh, for a position in an insurance company. Will my income be halal?
1: When you have exhausted yourself and there's no other alternative, remember this: that you will be aiding in a company that is uh, committing some uh, interest, uh, gambling, and uh, you know, using people's money. So that uh, will infect your income as well. So we make to Allah grant you a better job, inshallah. Continue searching because Amman Jagdawajad who ever searches for something, he will find it even if it's after a while. Now you're going to work in a company We have to witness all these transactions, people being exploited, etc. And you have to go and feed your family with a fire in their bellies. And then on the day of Qiyamah, the fire of Jamna will be more entitled uh, to your family. So we don't want that, you know. Do not assist in sin and transgression. Only make sure that your income is halal, insha'Allah.
0: Yeah, Yusuf, I like you, Yusuf, I like you. Hey, my engineer here, he's always talking to me, Mufti Saab. He's always talking to me. And he says, hey, he loves the show here. Can Hariba be given uh, to poor Muslims who lost everything during the recent riots. Yes, you can give it to poor In fact,
1: it is better to give it to poor Muslims. You know, you can tell them also it is interest money, but when you give it to them, there's no request of uh, of a reward, no request of du'a also. Don't give and make stipulate conditions. Uh, give it because you have to get rid of it. It's not uh, fit for you for your consumption, Uh, so give it to those poor Muslims who have been affected, and you can give it to any poor person for that better who's been affected during the recent uh, riots and uh, the state of violence against the people that were perpetrated uh, in uh, the case in Johannesburg region, instead of giving it away to other people. I think these people can use it, uh, Shafat, and they know better how to dispose of it also, G.
0: Can a husband prevent his wife from visiting her COVID-19 positive father, Mufti Saab.
1: Yes, a husband can prevent his wife from exiting his home, but remember, we should have compassion, we should have shafiqa, you know, that uh, don't fear that uh, she will come and bring in the virus again. This is what the West is trying uh, to teach the people there. That's why we find uh, that uh, there are certain parents that are wishing and longing just to see and hug their children and the children are so scared of dying and coming into close contact uh, with uh, their parents. That is wrong, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take a person uh, to task for so that, you know. So as a husband, you should be very, very understanding as well that uh, this person might lose her father and she might not have a chance to say her final goodbyes. So, uh, be, it, uh, you know, take your precaution, whatever necessary, permissible precaution there is. And you also accompany your wife and you uh, go and visit uh, the COVID-19 positive father. For every step you take Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's appointed angels, it will make dua
0: for you, inshallah. Gee. Finally, Mufti, uh, let's do one more. Uh, this question says, "My uncle wants to use uh, zakat money to pay off his uh, deceased uh, sister's uh, debts. Please advise."
1: Uh, it is not permissible, you know, because uh, in zakat, there must be transfer of ownership. So ownership cannot be transferred to a person who's deceased already. So in that case, a, uh, the uncle can use his own money, not zakat money, normal money, uh, lila money, sadaka money, to pay off his deceased sister's debts. The card can only be given to living people who can uh, actually take complete ownership of uh, that money and do as they see fit with that money. So please, people, the card has specific avenues that a person should pay. If the uncle has used the card money, in this case, then he needs to repay the zakat
0: again, G. Mufti sahib I tell you, a really brilliant morning in your company. really enjoyed uh, your, you know, quick-fire uh, answers day. And you, Inshallah, Inshallah, Summa, Inshallah, you're one of the best when it comes to quick-fire Q&A with Mufti Ibrahim Smith from Scotscraw, di Buakar. Mufti sahib your parting words on this morning.
1: Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for our ummah, especially our brothers and sisters in KZN, and in uh, Johannesburg. Allah protect all of you, that side, and know that the rest of South Africa is standing with you, and you're always in our du'as. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy. Jazakum Allah Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.
0: Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. And jazakallah khaira to all of you for sending in all those questions. And I can tell you, Yusuf Asmal as usual, a brilliant engineering. And perhaps, you know, we're just going over a little extra. Yeah, because of the school holidays, uh, Yusuf, we've been giving uh, a little extra of ourselves, both Yusuf and I. But otherwise, Yusuf and I will cut off at, uh, what's our cutoff time, Yusuf? 8.45, yeah. Uh, yeah, is it 8.45? Yeah, that's our cutoff time. But uh, alhamdulillah. Going with these holidays and with that, and we could manage that because hey, we got a lot of educators connected to us. Yeah, that's it. Please stay tuned. You worth Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand.